0: This is StoryVox, your go to podcast for audio drama, creative interviews, and intentional life skills. Let's dive in.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Storyvox. This podcast was designed to produce content that inspires hope and empowers young people to pursue their lives with purpose and diligence, despite the negative circumstances around them. Storyvox features audio dramas, creative interviews, and intentional life skills curated by people we call reachable mentors, that is People who are willing to share insights on their journey of purpose. I'm Toluan Bebarinde, a missionary creative and behavioral scientist who believes that young people can and should do great things with their lives. Give them wings and watch them so. StoryVox is produced by the Grandite Initiative, a non that provides creative life resources and mentorship for young people. Find out more about them at ghwings.com. Today is like a special episode because this is the first of a two-part episode where we'll be sharing life skills with um, a reachable mentor. I have with me um, a current doctoral student at the Texas A&M University. He's a leader in the student community. He has a passion for young people and he has a record of academic excellence and some insight and experience that we hope uh, that will inspire hope in you and empower you with some practical skills you need to pursue your life with purpose and diligence, despite the negative circumstances around you. I have with me a mathematician, a musician, a speaker, and um, someone who is excited to be on the show today. I welcome Ayo Mikun Adeniro to the show.
0: Thank you so much, um, Joshua. I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you. It's a pleasure.
1: You're welcome. We'd like to meet you briefly. Who is Ayam Nico
0: Ade By God's grace, I am a husband to one wife, I'm a mathematician, uh, a PhD student at Texas AM University College Station. I work in the area of enumerative combinatorics and algebraic combinatorics, which is essentially the art of counting mathematical structures or the science of counting mathematical structures. Um, by God's grace, I'm a mentor. I really like to mentor several people and groups. I'm also a musician. I play the drums, the keyboards, and the bass guitar. Uh, I'm a teacher. I taught high school before and I currently teach a number of college students. i privileged to also write a book. Um, 2012, I got a book published and Also, I'm privileged to speak at a number of conferences, churches, and high school outreaches on mathematics and other life skills. So I'm privileged to be where I am and to be on this journey also with you.
1: Well, we're excited. We're excited to have you in the studio today. So we've been having this discussion over time about intentional living because one of our core passions at the grandite initiative is to encourage young people to live an intentional life and we know that intentional life is um not very far from introspection and self-reflection and self-evaluation we um know that everyone goes through experiences in life failures successes good and bad experiences and we believe that every experience in life is like the gemstone in the armor of a soldier the both positive and negative experiences become weapons become victuals that will help everybody on the journey that is if we are introspective enough to pick lessons from every experience we have and that's what we have for our listeners today and i'm excited because you have um, prepared 10 points that you would like to share with us um concerning going through the process into your purpose that's like a very loaded topic (laughs) Today, we'll be discussing five of those tips, and in the next episode, we'll be discussing the other five. So without much ado, let us
0: get started. Thank you, Joshua, and thank you for the privilege once again. Um, Again, I wanted to talk about 10 lessons from my process, my own growth process, which I think will be really helpful for the listeners, because I think these are things that are common I mean, some of them may be a little bit different depending on where you live, depending on where you grew up and all of that. But I think these are things that will be helpful for everyone at some point in your life. Today, we want to talk about growing through your process into your purpose. And I'm talking specifically using my life mostly as an example, because I think that it's important that we do not just go through stuff in life and we actually grow through stuff that we go through so as to be able to come into our purpose. So, I, I believe that life has a lot of processes, and True. we go through a lot of processes to be able to come into our purpose in life. Um, there's some things we can control, there's some things we cannot, but then we grow through all of the things that we go through so as to be able to come into our purpose. No one is saying you'll be perfect, but still, you can be able to grow through what life throws at you. And be able to get to where you need to be.
1: Yes, I I absolutely agree. And I would like to emphasize that point that it's important to understand that we also need to grow GROW through the experiences that we go through. That's right. Going through experiences is a given But growing through experiences is an intentional process that we need to take cognizance of. Thank you very much for that.
0: Yeah. So the first point I want to talk about is justice, mercy, and truth. Mm. So I'll start by talking about my experience growing up in, you know, junior high, high school, you know, in Nigeria. I went through a lot of what I got to eventually found that is called bullying. You know, I was bullied as a young child. I was bullied, you know, in junior high. I was bullied. You know, mostly because it's like you had to prove yourself by fighting and people, if they felt they could beat you up, would bully you and, you know, say all kinds of things about you, make fun of you and all of those kind of things. And I mean, I didn't understand at the time, but then going through the process and going through my life to where I am today, somehow I discovered that rather than become bitter about what happened, it made me to develop this thing for. Justice for wanting to see justice done, for mercy, and for truth. Like I wanted to see truth prevail. I, I didn't want people to be taken advantage of. And I think that we need to learn to choose what we want situations that we go through to do to us. Do we want to become bitter, or do we want to become better? You know. And I think that one thing that has helped me do is that now I. I'm kind of for justice. I want people to experience justice. I don't want someone to be taken advantage of. I mean, at the time, there were not so much resources where you could report to. I mean, sometimes I was bullied by my classmates. Sometimes I was, I mean, I remember a case where I was punished for no just reason. And, you know, it was really bad. This was my second year of junior high. And, but then, even though back then there were not so many resources as much as you have now today, you know, in schools, online and all of that. You know, one thing that has done for me today is to help me evaluate my situation and say, well, how can other people not go through what I went through? And so that's why I'm talking about this. I think the first thing, one of the first things that matter is that even when you go through bad experiences, like being bullied. I mean, and I know there are people who are still being bullied out there in schools today. You know, no matter what it is, please find someone to speak out to. And even through the experience. Let it not make you become bitter. Rather, get better and let it help you to fashion a world where you look out for justice, look out for the interest of others, where you're concerned about mercy, where you're concerned about hearing both sides of the story and trying to know, you know, helping those who appear to be weaker by virtue of situations in life. So I think that's the first thing I wanted to talk about.
1: That's interesting because um, bullying is an experience that many people go through for many reasons and a lot of people don't get to talk about it. A lot of people go through... Um, such experiences and they um, grow up to become bitter you know the natural response is for us to grow bitter and um, even on both sides both the bullied and and, um, those who bully but I think it's important to understand that these are experiences that we need to process also so that um, we don't grow up with bitterness we don't grow up with a negative uh, attitude to those experiences that can stand in the way of some progress um, that we might be able to achieve if, ha- if we didn't have those experiences.
0: The, the second thing I wanted to talk about in growing into your, pro- your purpose through your processes is the issue of forgetting. Hmm. What does that mean? That's a legit question, right? So, yeah. it's very easy to say, well, forget the bad things that happened in your past, right? Forget the bad things people did to you. But, I think that one of the ways you can advance into all you are supposed to become is by learning to forget both the good Mm. and the bad. Mm. Does that make sense? I'll explain. It's very easy to get weighed down by the good in your past and not move into the better things in your future. Mm. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. And so sometimes, like someone said, the good is the enemy of the better. And so you Mm. have to learn to forget both the good and the bad so as to be able to step into what is ahead. Now, I don't mean forgetting the literal sense of just knock it out of your memory and you never remember. No, of course, we learn from our mistakes. We learn from some of the things that helped us to get to where we are today. I mean, we're a product of all our decisions up until where we are today. But then we need to learn to forget. We need to not depend on past victories. We need to learn to not, you know, put our focus on the things that have happened in the past as though those are the best things in our lives. Like, we need to always have the picture of, My best days are ahead of me. I can always make a better choice with today. I can always do something better. And I think that's something that has been with me through my process, being optimistic about the future, being, you know, looking forward and saying, well, even though stuff happened in the past, I can move on. Even though I was able to achieve this in the past. So for instance, I remember I just finished my undergrad and in Nigeria, there's what we do called the National Youth Service. And during that time, you know, I was privileged to finish with a first-class degree from the University of Ibadan. In mathematics and most people be like oh wow that's so amazing like that's like you know finishing top of your class or among, among the top you know five percent of your class and that's fine but then i remember going to a conference and one of the speakers was like oh some of you are still celebrating your undergrad degree some of your mates are already moving forward some other people are already making decisions for their future and going to get a master's and so you could say, well, I'm, you know, I did very well in my class, but then someone else goes ahead and gets a master's and they're better positioned than you. And that got me thinking, it's good to do well in the past, but then you have to learn to celebrate the victory, but then forget it and move on.
1: You know that one thing that comes to mind when you talk about forgetting is the story of Kodak. And okay. um, in the in the 20th century, they held a very dominant position in the photographic film industry because... Um, the founders were the forerunners of the film movement. Like they, they invented what was known to us as the photographic film, and that became a very big thing. But as um, they got into the late 90s, they began to struggle yeah. financially because photography film was declining, but they were very slow to transition into digital photography. And then they, they, they never recovered from that experience. Yeah. It's an example a lot of people give about forgetting the past not not allowing the successes or the methods of the past to weigh you down from getting better and being progressive about what's going on in the present so that the future can be much even much better so there's someone that always says that um he doesn't want his greatest achievement to be in his past so Mm -hmm. whatever he achieved in the past he wants it to be okay an achievement in the past let me go on and get something new for this and set up myself for the future. I think that's quite interesting and something that every young person should remember. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, uh, thank you. And that's true. I mean, the example of Kodak you used right there. Um, So I want to talk about something else. The third point here. I want to talk about i learned this in my undergrad days from one of my professors most times you know growing up you hear people say oh practice makes perfect Mm. but he made a statement that stays stuck with me it says practice makes permanent Mm.
1: wow that's interesting
0: yeah what does that mean when you do stuff and do it and do it all over again it makes it permanent like it stays with you i I do mathematics right like this is what i do for a living essentially and what happens is that the more you do something, the more it becomes a part of you, the more you can reproduce it without having to think about. It. And I've done this through my undergrad days, through my master's days, now I'm doing it in my PhD days. And it's like, the more you do something, the more it sticks with you. I'm told it's called automaticity. Like it suddenly becomes something you get used to. Yeah. An example I want to use is, you know, I like basketball a lot and I followed the Golden State Warriors in the NBA. And... One of my favorite players is Steph Curry, like most people might know. He's one of the greatest shooters the game has ever produced. And you're like, what's special about Steph? Steph Curry shoots the three like nobody else does. Like, he does this, and I found out that it's something called muzzle memory. Like, he's shot it so many times that once he gets on point and locks in, it's like his muzzle already knows the angle at which he needs to throw, the, you know, the, the the speed at which to release it. like It has become so many times, he has done it so many times in practice that on the field he goes out there and does it as though it's so effortless. I mean, they literally say it's effortless because his name is Steph, if you get the point. But then the point I'm making is that the more you do something, the more it becomes a part of you and then you do it better and you do it better and then it becomes permanent. So practice actually makes permanent and I think this is something we all need no matter what field or discipline you are in.
1: Agreed, agreed. It's more like driving to... Exactly. When you start driving, it looks like, oh, this is so complicated, especially if you learn with the stick. And after a while, you discover that, well, I can engage my senses to navigate. My eyes are on the road. My hand is on the gear stick. My foot is on the pedal. And then I can drive. Sometimes you begin to drive one-handedly, not because you just want to show up, but you just get used to driving. You just get used to that thing. And then as you keep doing it, you keep doing it. It keeps getting better. And then I think it's something that can be applied to life too.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And um, that leads me to my fourth point, which is the fact that the journey is the destination. I mean, you might have heard this before and say, oh, is that not something that's cliche? But I want to say that I think just from my own life, looking at it, I think it's something that is true. What do I mean? Or what does it mean when you say the journey is the destination? It's the fact that you should enjoy your own process like enjoy the process we need to be aware as people living in the 21st century as people you know living in this generation we have to be aware of destination addiction mm. you know what that means it's like you want to get somewhere and then you are so obsessed in getting somewhere that you never get joy in your the process at the moment and so it's like well I'll be happy when I get the next car when I get the next break, when I get the next aid you know I'll be happy when I write the next book and it's like why not enjoy the process that takes you there? Mm. The process is as important as the destination, mm. right? And as an example, statistics show that 50% of people who start a PhD do not finish. I mean, it's an unfortunate statistic and anybody can be involved. It's not easy, you know, going through that process It's a lot of, I mean, and life has become much complicated now with technology and everything. And you, if you only live for when you get the degree, if you only live for when you get that next thing, you'll be frustrated in the now because you can't wait to get there. But if you learn to kind of enjoy your process, enjoy the little things every day, enjoy your interactions with people, enjoy the next contact you have, enjoy that next seminar, that next lecture, that next conference, you know, or that present thing you are doing right now, enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it, then maybe you have to rethink what you're doing. But like, when you enjoy it, then it helps you so that you actually don't have to wait to be able to you know, get that reward, as it were. Enjoy it. That's
1: very interesting because, um, you know, there are times that the, the intended destination is far ahead, That's and right. it's easy to get frustrated in the process. But if, if we understand that the process is as important as the destination, if we understand that the in-between periods, they are actually the things that help us to bear the distance that we need to run because there are activities going on. If we put our heart in those activities, those things are going to help us build character. Those things are going to help us to even indicate what the destination is going to be like. Because if the destination, for example, is, okay, I want to get this doctoral degree but then the present activities the paper the research work the exams the classes at the moment that is what is what determines what happens in the future whether you get that degree or not so immersing yourself in that process it almost makes you uh, lose track of the time and before you know it you're, you're at the
0: destination yeah uh, that, and that's really true I, I like that you say you know the journey helps you build character i mean that's very true like i mean if you are growing through it you're building character john is showing you where you're going and of course the way and the process by which you get to your destination of course is also determined by the processes that you take and that's like important it's as important as the destiny. they usually will say back there back in the day that the end justifies the means but that's really true because the means is as important as the end right you know yeah, that's interesting
1: so the final point for this episode coming up
0: yeah <laughs> Well, the fifth point today is take responsibility for your own decisions. Mm. I mean, that's just it. Take responsibility for your own decisions. Yeah, all of us grew up in different places. Some of us grew up in a different continent. You grew up, you know, somewhere else and you find yourself somewhere else, right? I mean, maybe you even started... You know, went to college to get a degree in psychology and ended up going to study something in law, you know, or started with something in engineering, found yourself in psychology and stuff like that. You might say, Well, now I've finished. I was taught this in school, but then in life I need to do this. Like, I need to have this kind of tools. And then you figure out, like, what you were taught in school was deficient to be able to handle those things. I'll say, Take responsibility for your own decisions. What does that mean? Teach yourself. Even if you are not taught, find a way to get yourself educated on things. Like your education does not end in the classroom. I'll say that one more time. Your education does not end in your in the four walls of the classroom. That's why you have the internet. I know, of course, there are many, you know, negative things out there, but there's also a lot of and a ton of good things on the internet on and with several people. If only we take responsibility for our own decisions then I'll not say, oh, you know, the fault is my teacher. Oh, the fault is with my parents. They didn't teach me this. No, you actually, you know, there's a proverb we have in my place that if they didn't teach you well, then you reteach yourself. Like you teach yourself, you know, to be able to get better. And I I mean, I I remember an instance back when I was my second year in undergrad, I had a classmate, a colleague who transferred from a different department to math. And to join us and there was this class that literally none of us really fully understood like right we just were able to get through
1: Yeah, some classes like that
0: yeah i know right like in math you know there are classes like that this is real analysis which is some of the hardest parts of math because it's very abstract and then you have like this this guy who joins us from a different department and we go through that semester we pass the exams manage to pass the exams and then I see him some time after teaching some students and I ask him, how are you able to do this? And he's like, oh, actually after the exam, which of course most students will like, forget about the it, be like, yeah, we're done with this. But he's like, no, he went back, took the textbook and started restarting the whole thing by himself from the beginning. And because of that, he was able to get better understanding than the rest of us. And, you know, I'm saying that Mm -hmm. to say, that really challenged me, and like you, even if you were not taught, you, you know, in life, life doesn't give you the opportunity to make those excuses and say, "Well, nobody taught me." Like you have to find a way to teach yourself. So take yes. responsibility yes. for your own decision.
1: Yes, I think um, it's even um, as important as anything because the time ta- this this time is the time to actually learn new things, unlearn the things that um, maybe you weren't taught properly, and relearn them. And exactly. these days we have a lot of opportunity, especially in terms of career, in terms of um, academics or professional life. There's a lot of um, classes online. There's a lot of tutorials on, on both professional, business, creativity. And it really helped me personally because so many things that I know, so many things that I do, I learned them myself, like self-directed learning. And A lot of opportunities I've gotten have actually been due to the things that I learned myself, not necessarily the things on my resume, but then the things that, oh, you can do this, you have this skill, yeah, we need this skill, and then, okay, let's do this. So I think it's, it's, it's important for every young person to understand that you need to take responsibility for your life, you need to take responsibility. Of course, there are things that we cannot control. But there are things that we can't control. And a lot of times, the things we can't control, we often leave it untouched. We often leave it alone. So this episode is encouraging us to be intentional about life and take responsibility for our own decisions. Wow, that's interesting. So we have five points that would help you to grow through your process into your purpose. The first one is justice, mercy, and truth. second point is forget forget the good things forget the bad things and move on practice makes permanent practice makes perfect but practice makes permanent keep doing it until until
0: it becomes a part of you yeah Mm -hmm. yes yes
1: then the fourth point the journey is as important as the destination or the journey is the destination because the journey is what actually determines the destination the journey is where you build up you build character the journey is the journey is life essentially. The journey That's, is life. And yeah. take responsibility for your own decisions.
0: Life does not always go the way we want it. There are things we can control. There are things we cannot. But let's make the best of life. Let's make the right decisions. And even when we make wrong decisions, let's own up to them. And then let's take, you know, responsibility for our decisions and then move on. You know. Life does not promise us roses, you know. Like someone says, when they throw you lemons, well, try and make some
1: lemonades out of that wow that's awesome thank you for sharing this with us i believe that um, the listeners are really excited to you know think about these things and see how they can apply some of this into their life and in the next episode we'll be discussing five other important um tips life skills that can help people to grow through the process into their purpose thank you very much for being on the show today Before you go, don't forget to subscribe to Storyvox on your desired podcast platforms. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and on the website at ghrings.com. Check out show notes, links, and other resources on the website or on the podcast description. Add this podcast to your playlist and tell a friend. See you in the next one.